Amen. You can be seated for a meantime. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I thank the Lord for making it possible for me to be with you this morning yes. and to share the word of God with you. Yes. Uh, I thank Pastor Ben for allowing me his pulpit this morning. He's been to our place, and uh, we know what he believes, and that's what we also believe. Uh, I want to uh, particularly greet him, greet the officers of the church, and greet the entire church. And we want to thank you and appreciate you for the instruments that you got for us. It's really been a blessing. You know, uh, we uh, had our instruments broken down and uh, we prayed about it. And uh, when I came last year, I happened to meet Brother Ben. And then he made me to know that uh, do we have any bedding that you can uh, help us with? So I said, yes. <coughs> and uh, I know it is uh, a way by which God answered our prayer. Yes. And through him, we have this instrument. Uh, we can also project like we did during the Elijah's Convention. We want to say, God bless you. Yes. I bring you greetings from our church home, my wife, my children, officers of the church. They asked me to greet you and then appreciate you for your support. Yes. God richly bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, let us stand to our feet in respect to the word of God. Let's bow down our heads as we speak to the author of the word. Precious Heavenly Father, we bow down our heads in reverence to your holy name this morning. Thanking you sincerely from the depth of our hearts for the great and the marvelous things that you are doing in our life. Lord, we thank you for this day. But we know with you there's nothing like coincidence. You knew this day before the foundation of the world. You knew as many as will be present in this meeting. You know the very places that they will be seated at. You know the very dresses that they will put on. Father, we thank you for your purpose being made manifest among us this morning. Even as we are approaching the word way, without it, the meeting cannot be complete. We invite you to come among us, being the author of the word. May you open the seal of the word. 
speak to our hearts. Help me, Lord, to be able to say that which is needed to be said and to say it in the right way, that somebody will be blessed, somebody will be healed, somebody will be delivered, backsliding, will come back home. Bless our pastor, bless the officers of the church, and bless the entire church. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Will you turn with me to Galatians? Galatians, the fourth chapter. And we want to read from the fourth to the seventh verse. Galatians. I read. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then a heir of God through Christ. May the Lord add his blessing to the end of the word. You may be seated. Yeah, we thank the Lord uh, for the scripture read. This is a well-known scripture unto us. And I believe some might have even read it this morning before coming here. But it's so pleased, God, that I speak on this scripture. Uh, the scripture we read speaks Paul writing this to Galatians that when the fullness of time was come, you know, God has time for everything. He does everything according to his time. Uh, that is why we need to wait upon the Lord. He is never late. He is always on time. And when the fullness of time came, he sent his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law that we may receive the adoption yes. of sons. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. That we might be made sons. Yes. Yes. That we might take our positions as sons. Right. Yes. He went on to say, and because ye are sons, God sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, yes. crying, Abba, Father. Because we were sons. Yes. We were sons before the foundation of the world. Right. Uh, we only lost our position. Right. But thank God that he sent his son that we might be redeemed yes, to our original position. Yes. Thank you, Lord. He said, wherefore, thou art no more a servant. Hallelujah. Right. We are no longer servants. We are sons of God. Yes, 
We are doctors of God. We no longer serve the devil. The devil has no dominion over us. The devil has no power over us. We are sons of God. Amen. Is that? And if sons, then hear of God through Jesus Christ. Then we are heirs of God. We are here with Jesus Christ. Uh, we, have, we share the same inheritance because we are sons of God. This morning I want to speak on a little topic, knowing who you are. Knowing who we are. It is very important to know who we are. If a man knows who he is or she is, it influences whatever he does. His way of speaking, his way of dressing, his way of behaving among people shows who he or she is. And this can only be done if he knows who he is. If maybe a president comes here knowing that he's a president, there are certain things he may not do because he knows that he's a president. But if he is not, or he doesn't know who he is, he may do things and people will start questioning. Ah, is it not the president? Is it not this man? Why is he behaving this? Why is he doing this? Amen. I want to say there are many things we do as children of God today is because we forget who we are. But tonight, I want us to know who we are. If we know who we are, then we know our position. And the prophet said, our position is our authority. Amen. In a message entitled, Jesus Christ the same. The prophet made a statement here I want to ask to read. He said, I've often said, I met two classes of people in my times around the world. In mission work, I met two classes of people. One of them is Pentecostal. The other one is fundamental. The fundamentals positionally know where they stand. He takes it by the word, I am a son of God by my confession. See, he positionally takes that stand, but he's got no faith in what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Yes. laughs> they claim they are sons of God. They confess it. Yes. But unfortunately, they don't have faith in what they are confessing. Hallelujah. If we don't have faith in what we are confessing, then it means that we, we, we don't know what we are saying. We must be able to have faith in whatsoever we confess. We need to have faith in our position. We need to have faith in whom we are. Then, of course, we can have authority to act, to behave like that person. 
But this class of people, the prophet said, they don't have faith, but they confess. Yes. Amen. Then he got no faith in what he's talking about. The Pentecostal has no, not, has, the Pentecostal has a lot of faith, but don't know where, this, where he stands. He don't know who he is. It's just like a man has got money in the bank and he don't know how to write a check. And the other man write a check and ain't got money in the bank. <laughs> Hallelujah. One class of people, the prophet said, they have money in the bank, but unfortunately for them, they don't know how to write the check. The other people don't have money in the bank, but they have, they know how to write a check. He's talking about the fundamentals and the Pentecostals. He said, and the fundamentals and and fundamental doctrine or vice versa make the Pentecostal realize who they are. They are sons and doctors of God. Already dead, buried, rose again and sitting in heavenly places heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Not you would. You are. Yes. Amen. Yes. We need to know who we are. That's right. Amen. Like the prophet said, the fundamentals and the Pentecostals, yeah. there's something yeah. yes. that is lacking, be, lacking in the two of them. Yeah. Yes. They all lack something. But I want to say this morning that we need to have a money in the bank and we need to know how to write a check. Yes. Amen. Is that if the two come together, yes. then we are sons and doctors of God and heirs of the kingdom. Yes. We have to claim our rights. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. We don't allow the devil to press us down. Right. We are the children of God. Yes. God said it. He made it. Right. And the devil has no right. The prophet said, he said, there are many that are looking at signs or symptoms. Yes. Even though the pastor pray for them, they come back when they are asked, how do you feel? He said, somehow, I'm feeling better. They are still looking at signs. They are still looking at symptoms. Yes. The devil always uses symptoms against us. But symptoms have nothing to do. That's right. Once God says you are healed, you are healed. Yes, Once God says you are delivered, you are delivered. Yes. Once God says you are a son of God, you are a son of God. That's true. Yes. We need not to look at the symptoms. Yeah. The symptoms are deceitful. Yeah. The symptoms 
discourages us. The symptoms uh, uh, take us from claiming the promises of God. If we go to the days of Jonah, the scripture made us to know that God called Jonah as his servant and sent him to the Ninevites to go send a message to them, pray to them that they should repent for God is going to destroy the land. The scripture said Jonah got ready. He took off for the journey. But unfortunately for Jonah, when he arrived at where he was going to take the boat, the prophet said he thought of going to vacation <laughs> in Tarsus instead of going to Nineveh. Because Jonah was a Jew and he was sent to the Gentiles. Yeah. So the prophet said his intention was because God will start judging them in 40 days, he will wait. When the days are getting closer, then he will go. And then when he goes, when he preaches, they will believe it. So when he arrived at the seaside or the riverside, instead of going to take the boat going to, uh, to Nineveh, he took the boat going to Tarsus. And the scripture said, along the line, God started hunting him. He was running from the presence of God. We can't run from the presence of God. Heaven is his throne. Earth is his footstool. Where can we run from? Where can we run to from the presence of God? Jonah thought he was running from the presence of God. And the scripture said, God started hunting him. And there was storm. They did all they could. But nothing happened. Finally, they thought of casting a lot. Knowing very well that he was running from uh, the presence of God, he went and hid under the boat. Having a nice time there, relaxing. The scripture said, they cast a lot and they found out that there's somebody and the lot fell on Jonah. When it fell on Jonah, Jonah knew what was happening. He could have prayed, but he never prayed. But because he knows that it is not a matter of praying, it is a matter of restitution. It is a matter of doing what God wanted him to do. So all he told them was, I am the cause, and the only way we can uh, save the situation is to throw me into the sea. Jonah was not a seaman. Jonah may not know how to swim, but they bind his hands, they bind his feet, and they threw him into the sea. The scripture said, in the sea, he started praying. Hallelujah. And when he prayed, God sent a fish to come and swallowed him. And in the fish belly, the prophet said, Jonah could have looked to the symptoms or he could have looked into the belly of 
the fish. But Jonah did not look at this. He looked at the promise of God. He looked at the word of God. Because when, uh, when Solomon was dedicating the temple, he prayed that every Jew that would be in trouble, wherever he is, if he can turn to the temple and pray, God should answer him. So Jonah in the fish belly managed to turn to the direction of the temple. Hallelujah. And the prophet said, Jonah could have looked at the symptoms. He could have looked at the condition in which he was. And this condition would have discouraged him. But he did not look at the condition, but he looked at the promises of God. He looked at what God said. Brethren and sisters of the Lord, it is time we stop looking at the symptoms and look at the promises of God. He that has made the promise, he is able to fulfill it. Even though he tarries, he will surely do it. Because he is God. Praise the Lord. So Jonah started praying. And the prophet said, God instructed the fish that he should send Jonah to Nineveh. And at that time, the fishermen, uh, 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 the Ninevites, they were fishermen. They were washing their nets at the seaside. Behold, their fish came around. And the prophet, that fish was the fish that they worship. And when he came and formed Jonah, Jonah preached. They believed. They prayed. They fasted. They wore sackcloth. And God also repented from heaven. God stopped what he was going to do. Brethren said, Lord, the prophet said, Jonah could have looked at the symptoms. He was bind. His feet were bind. His legs were bind. His hands were bind. But he never looked at the symptoms. Sometimes when we look at the symptoms, it discourages us. It makes us not to have faith. It brings doubt into our life. And as a result, the promises of God cannot be made manifest in our life. Brethren, they say, Lord, it depends on what we are looking at. Amen. Don't look at who you are, but look at the promises of God. Look at the covenant that God has made with you. Amen. He tore himself in Calvary. And he swore by himself. He took his body to heaven. And he returned his spirit upon us. He gave us his spirit back. The spirit of God is in the church. To lead the church. The same life that was in Christ. Is in the church now. Is in the church this morning. In the form of the Holy Spirit. Going to perform the very things that he performed when he was here on earth. Because it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We got a promise. We got a covenant. Let us know that we are covenant men. We are not just an ordinary people. 
We are covenant people. We are sons and daughters of God. We need to know who we are. We need to know our position. We need to know our calling. We need to know hallelujah what God is doing in our life. That is what gives us the authority. Amen. If you don't know who you are, you continue to fail. And the devil will torment you. But if you know who you are, you realize who you are, it makes the devil mad. When a child of God, a daughter of God, realize who he or she is, it makes the devil mad. Hallelujah. And it gives us faith. It gives us authority. It gives us power. Hallelujah. And when we are praying, we pray with faith. We pray with assurance. Because we pray as children of God. For we know where we are standing. And we know our position. Our position in Christ is our power. This morning, if you can know your position, you know your power. You can speak. The prophet said we can create even another world. We can create an atmosphere if we know who we are. Our problem is not the word of God. Our problem is not the message. Our problem is not our brother. Our problem is not our sister. Our problem is not our deacons. Our problem is not our pastor. Our problem is we do not know who we are. Let us pray that God will give us revelation about who we are. The prophet said when we have revelation, when the church gets the true revelation, it becomes an invisible army. That is why the devil don't like revelation. But we like revelation. Because by revelation, we defeat the enemy. By revelation, hallelujah, we doubt every, we reject every lie of the devil. We need revelation. We like revelation. But the devil hates revelation. Because with revelation, we know the tactics of the devil. And the prophet said, to overcome the devil is to know the tactics of the devil. We are overcomers. Amen. He overcome for us. And we are living in that overcoming spirit. Satan don't care about who you are if you don't know your position. Satan don't care about your jumping up and down. It will still lay there. But when you move from there and you come to know who you are as a child of God, it gives you faith. And then you can now enjoy the blessings of God. You can enjoy the healings. You can enjoy the deliverance. You see the power of God in your life. You see God moving in your life. When you know who you are. Amen. And every unbelief will be taken away. My brother, my sister, unbelief is sin. If we don't know who we are, then we live in sin. 
And when we know who we are, then, hallelujah, the devil cannot do anything. Oh, somebody asked Brother Brown a question. He said, can every son of God be anointed till he can do miracles? Can every son of God be anointed till he can do miracles, signs, and wonders? Amen. Let them listen to what the prophet said. Or is it just, is this the direction of the Holy Ghost? The prophet said, yes. It is the direction of the Holy Ghost. If you are a son of God or a doctor of God, whatever you are, when you have received the Holy Ghost, then the Holy Ghost will direct you to do things. Hallelujah. When we receive the Holy Ghost as sons and doctors of God, then the Holy Spirit will direct us to do things. Then we don't behave anyhow. We wait upon the Spirit of the Lord. The scripture says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons and doctors of God. We need the leadings of the Spirit. In this difficult time that we are living, we need the Holy Ghost to lead us, to direct us. It is only by the Holy Ghost that we can please God. It is only by the Holy Ghost that we can do His will. It is only by the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, that the mind of Jesus Christ can be revealed to us. It is only by the Holy Spirit that we can hear His voice. We are living in a time when there are many voices. There are voices of churches. There are voices of men. But to hear the the voice of God, it takes the Holy Spirit to hear the voice of God. And the voice of God to the children of God is a special thing. That is what we need. Amen. Therefore, as children of God, we will be led by the Spirit of God. We have to realize who we are. Amen. He is among us this morning. He said, where two, three are gathered in my name, there I am. And he is here. He is here to meet us at the points of our need. He is here to do something special in our life. And the only way he can do it is we have to give him the avenue. We have to allow him. We have to accept him. We have to believe him. We have to come out from every doubt and know who we are. Oh, my brother, my sister, don't forget who you are. Amen. Once we are born again as sons and doctors of God, we are Madam Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. We are Mrs. Jesus. And if we are Mrs. Jesus, then we share his throne with him. We share his power with him. We share his authority with him. What he has, we have it. Because we are his wife. Our wife share our property with us. Our wife share what we have. They share it with us. So it is with Christ. If we can recognize, if we can know, if we can realize 
that we are the bride of Jesus Christ living in this end time, then we are a special people. We can live above sin. Sin can no longer influence us. Sin cannot dominate us. We will be influenced from above. And we will know that we are from a different place. Brethren and sisters of the Lord, he promised us. And he will fulfill his promise. Let us not listen to what the devil is saying. The devil is a liar. He only bluffs. We are co-equal with Jesus. We are in his presence. Satan doesn't have any right of doing anything. Because in Calvary, he was stripped off. And the scripture said, the last word that Jesus said was, it is finished. It is finished. I want to assure you this morning that your problem is finished. When we say something is finished, it means it is ended. Jesus said it is finished. At the cross, he said it is finished. Our sickness problem is finished. Our sin problem is finished. Everything is finished. The devil has no right. The devil has no power. The devil is just lying. It is finished. Amen. Once it is finished, the devil has no legal right anymore in our life. No, sir. The only thing that is left for us is to believe. Is to know our positions. Many a times, we say it is the devil that has done this. It is the devil that has done this. It is the devil that has done this. Let us leave the devil alone. (laughs) For the devil cannot do anything in the life of a child of God. No. Even though God permits the devil to do it, God will give it a limit. The prophet said God can use the devil against the disobedient children of God. But God would give him a limit. Like God gave him a limit in the life of Job. He said you can destroy everything. But you don't have right to his life. So we saw the devil did everything to Job. But the devil could not take Job away. Because God has given it a limit. My brother, my sister. Devil has no legal right in the life of a child of God. Therefore, let us stop magnifying the devil. It is the devil. It is the devil. No. If you know your position, the devil can do nothing in your life. Oh, and my sickness. And my headache has come back again. My body pain has come back again. My waist pain has come back again. It shows that you are making that demon your possession. The prophet said, he said, every sickness is a demon. Even though they might yeah. give it a scientific name, yeah. at the end of the day, it's the devil in action. That's right. Therefore, if we continue to say, my sickness, my headache, my waist pains, 
my bodily pains. Yeah. Then we are still maintaining the devil in our homes, yes. in our life. Yeah. No? As children of God, we have right to cast the devil away. To speak and stop everything that the devil is doing in our life. Every sickness, every trouble, every demon, every problem, we can speak and it will be done. Hallelujah. But before we can speak, we need to know who we are. Amen. We need to know we are believers. We need to know that the sting of death that the devil got has gone. The devil has no sting any longer. Amen. Oh, my brother, my sister, let us look at Calvary. We can show the devil the resurrection. The scripture says we reckon ourselves dead. We are buried with him in the baptism into his death. And we were raised with him in the resurrection. Amen. Not that we are going to be raised with him. We are already raised with him. Yes. And where are we now? The scripture said we are with him in the heavenly places. At the right hand of God. And that is the authority of God. Yeah. Amen. We are sitting with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We need to realize that. Yeah. Heaven is our place. Even though we are sitting here this morning, we are sitting in the heavenly places. Right. As believers. We need to take our position in Christ. We need to stand by our position in Christ. We need to demonstrate the power of the resurrection and make the devil know that we know who we are. And make the devil know we know our position. And make the devil know that we know that it has no power. Amen. Oh, my brother and sister, the devil is defeated. Is defeated. Every form that is making itself manifest is defeated. But our problem is we do not know. You know, in Africa, we do buy chickens. Say you go to the market to buy a chicken, you buy the leg. And when you buy the leg and you bring it back home, you lose the leg. But sometimes, because the chicken has stayed so long, in that rope, even though you lose the, uh, 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 the rope, the chicken thinks it's still being bind. And it will lie there quietly. Even though you push it, it will not go. In his mind, I am still being bind. That is the problem of many children of God today. Uh, they've been delivered. But, 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 but because they, they have suffered so much in in their life and it has created something in the, their mentality they, they never knew that they have been delivered yeah. they, they have been loose yeah, they, they still stand as if they are still bound yeah. my brother my sister 
what the bride of Christ needs today is to know who he is. And the work that Christ has done for us. The prophet said, he said, to sin, you will not be condemned for that. Because sin is unbelief. He said we will be condemned because the work that Christ did for us, we don't recognize it. We don't accept it. And because of that, we crucify him the second time. It's because we are not conscious of what he has done for us. We don't know he has delivered us. We don't know he has made us sons and doctors of God. That is where we are living under the privileges that God has given us. Instead of living above the privileges, we are living hallelujah under the privileges. Oh, what we need today is to know who we are. To know our position in Christ. We should know that we have been delivered. We should know that we have been saved. We should know that the devil cannot do us anything any longer. The devil will just bluff. The devil is just like a lion that has no teeth in his mouth. It can only roll. But it cannot do anything. I remember in Africa, there's a tribe. They are cowards, but they have mouth. When you have a problem with them, they'll be jumping, going forward, coming back. If you don't take care, I'll kill you now. I'll stamp you. I'll do you this. And you'll be frightened. It's only mouth. <laughs> they are just boasting. If you can stand, they will run away from you. That is what the devil is. This morning, the devil is a defeated fool. If we can tell the devil, you are defeated in my life. You are defeated in my family. You are defeated in my home. You are defeated in my business. You don't have any right again. We will start enjoying the blessings of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Know your position. Praise the Lord. We have got the power of God in our life to do things. We could speak the world into existence. We have power as church. The scripture says what we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. God has given his church authority. God has given us as children of God, sons of God, authority. He has given us power. If we can use them, the devil will be defeated anywhere, any ground, in any condition. All things are possible to them that believe. The prophet said we are not called to reason with the word of God. We are called to believe the word of God. And if we can believe what God says, all things are possible. And a child of God must be a believer. Must believe every promise of God. Must believe every word of God. Every promise in the Bible is ours. And we have to take it and hope uh, 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 and take God by his word. 
It is only when we know who we are. God promised Joshua, he said, wherever the sole of your feet will throw, will become yours. Yeah. And the prophet said, that promise has not gone. It has not ended up with Joshua. That's right. It's still today. That every son and doctor of God, wherever our feet will throw, will become ours. Amen. Amen. Once we are saved, and we are children of God, and we know who we are, we can overcome the enemy. And the scripture said, faith is our victory. And by faith, we can overcome the world. We can overcome the devil. We can change things. Hallelujah. The prophet said, he said, the deity is not in heaven. The deity is in a believer. <laughs> and he went on to say, the believer does not pray to God in heaven. We pray to God that is in us. And if the deity is in us, and God is in us, then whatsoever we pray for, we need to believe that we have it. And we need to realize that the almighty God lives in our life. Then we have right to life and we have right to everything. We have right to every promise of God. Amen. Then we know who we are. And if we know who we are, then we can live a birth scene. The prophet said we are loose from sin. And sin has no longer dominion over us. We are above sin. Sin has no power over us. We can make mistakes anyway. But thank God that the blood of Jesus Christ forgives us all our mistakes. Forgives us all our sins. A sinner, that is one page, has no more desire for sin. He can make a mistake. But he cannot uh, sin. Hallelujah. Brethren and the Lord, when Christ came here, he came according to the word of God. Yes. But before he could exercise his authority, he must believe all that the scripture said about him. Yes. He must act upon the scripture. Yes. He said, I do nothing except that which I see the Father has done. I do nothing except what the scriptures says about me. Yes. He told the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you claim you know the Bible and you read the Bible and in them you have eternal life. Examine it. Examine what I'm doing. Yeah. And see if I'm not doing what the scripture said I will do. None of you can condemn me. Yeah. He has faith in what the word of God says about him. And that is what we need today. If the word of God says you are a child of God, you have to believe that you are a child of God. No matter who you are, no matter the condition in which you are, once God has said it, believe it. And when you believe it, when God says you are healed, believe it. And once you believe it, and you go confessing it, your body would obey it. And you see it fulfilled in your life. Yes, 
So Jesus has to believe what the scripture says about him. And we also need to believe what the scripture says about us. Even God himself, the prophet said, in the message entitled The Sixth Sense, he said, when God spoke the word, for the word to be fulfilled, he believed it. He said, let it be light. And he believed it. And it was light. Our problem today is that we are not seeing what God has done for us. Our problem today is we are not believing what God said about us. Oh, there is power in what God says about us. If only we can believe it. If we can rely upon the word of God and not upon man's idea, not upon our own idea, but what the word of God says about us, what the word of God has made us, if we can believe it, hallelujah, we are always overcomers. Nothing of the devil can pull us down. No. As believers, let us rely on what God has made us. He has made us sons and doctors of God. It is not our making. It is not your making. It is not my making. The scripture said, at the fullness of time, he sent his son. Because we were sown. We were in him before the foundation of the world. Yes. And the prophet said, once we are sown and we were in him, we have always been sons. Yes. And at the right time, he brought us up. And nothing can change us. Yes. A son is a son. <laughs> like the prodigal son. He left. He took his share of the inheritance. He went and lived any life that he thought he could live. But he lose the properties, but he could not lose his sonship. When he came back, when the father saw him afar, the scripture said, he said, this my son was dead, but now he is alive. He has come back again. Oh, my brother, my sister, once you are a son and a doctor of God, nothing can take you out of it. If you backlight at all, at the appropriate time, God will bring you back. But the scripture said, the father said, let us feast. Let us make merry. Because our son was dead. But now, he's alive. He couldn't lose his sonship. You cannot lose your sonship. Stop listening to the devil. Stop listening to the life of the devil. You cannot lose it. Once you are a son, you are a son. Once you are a doctor, you are a daughter of God. Because you were part of him. He knew you before the foundation of the world. And at the right time, the right dispensation, he brought you up. Amen. And not only are we his sons, but we are his wife. (laughs) We are married to him. We are married to the word. And we are living in the word. We are living in Christ. And if we are living in Christ, who is perfect, then we are also perfect. 
Oh, my brother, my sister, there's nobody that can condemn you once you are in Christ. Even the devil. The prophet said, before the devil can do you something, the devil needs to go through these processes. The devil needs to repent. The devil needs to be justified. The devil needs sanctification. Yeah. And the devil needs the baptism of the Holy Spirit before it can come to where you are. And once the devil goes through these processes, before he reaches you, it becomes your brother. It becomes your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Oh, my brother, my sister. We need to know who we are. Yes. That is our problem. If we know who we are, then we can be identified with Jesus Christ. We can be identified with the word. Then we can stand in the word. Because we are sons, the scripture said, he sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. Because we are sons. Because we've been sons. Because we are always sons. He sent the spirit of his sons into our hearts. Christ came and died to have this purpose accomplished. Right. To restore it back to our original position. Our position of being sonship. Our position of sons. Being sons of God. Being daughters of God. He came and he paid the price. Yes, Hallelujah. And he purchased us. Yeah. Yeah. He redeemed us back to our position as sons and doctors of God. All we need is to accept it. All we need is to believe it. All we need is to walk into it. All we need is to walk by it. All we need is to confess it. All we need is to believe it. All we need is to see it. Oh, brother, sister, a gift is not a gift until it is Received. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Yeah. The prophet said, a pardon is not pardon yeah. until it is received as a pardon. Right. Oh, my brother, my sister, we need to recognize who we are. Yes. We need to know our position. We need to know who we are. The scripture says, because we were sons. Not because we are going to be sons. Yeah. Because we were sons. He sent the spirit of sonship into our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, this morning, he has a purpose in your life. Whether you are small, whether you are big, whether you are important, whether you are not important, no matter who you are, Hallelujah. He has a purpose in your life. That is why he brings you here this morning. There are people in the churches they think that we are nothing. I want to tell you this morning that you are something. God needed you here. That is why he brought you here. I remember there was I had a problem at home. We left the key in the room and we locked the door. There's no way we can 
get to the room. And we didn't have the spare key. But at home, the windows, we do it with bar, and there are space inside. Just to avoid the thieves from breaking into it. So finally, what we thought was, we have our little child. We carried it. We put the head through the bar, and the head went through. So we managed and put the child through the window, through the bar, and the child went there to go and pick the key, where the key was. The child went and picked the key, brought it, we received it, and we opened the door. I asked myself that day, there's nobody that we can say is of no use. This little child has saved us from this embarrassment. This little child has saved us from breaking the door, buying another lock. We couldn't do it. <laughs> because we are too big to go through the window. But that little child, our child, was small at that age, and it could go through to go bring the key. All I want to say this morning is, don't look down upon yourself. Don't underestimate yourself. Don't say, I am nothing. You are something. You are special to God. He has your name written in the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world. Because of you, he came down. Because of you, he went to Calvary. He took your place. Hallelujah. Instead of you being condemned, Instead of you being, being, being crucified, he said, no, l- let me take his place. Bring all his accusation upon me. Everything that he did, put it into my account. And he died for us. Oh, my brother, my sister. Paul looked at it and he said, we are expensive. Because we are bought with the price. Recognize who you are. Recognize your position. I always say, if we recognize our position, we recognize who we are, there's not going to be fight, there's not going to be quadrant, there's not going to be problem. We will fit to where God wants us to be. We will not start impersonation. We will not start copying somebody. Because we know what we are able to do. We know what our brother is able to do. We know we need our brother. And he also needs us in a way. That is how God made it. Therefore this morning, no matter who you are, whether you are little, whether you are big, whether you are poor, whether you are rich, whether you are important, whether you are not important, we are all sons and daughters of God. Jesus Christ, when he was here, he spoke of a a rich man who wanted to celebrate a feast, marriage feast for the doctor. And what he did was he made sure that he has dresses 
park at the gate. And whosoever comes to the feast must go through the gate. You remove your dress, whether it be expensive dress, whether it's poor, you remove it and they'll give you a dress there. Anyone that comes through the door has to receive a dress. And the prophet said, that dress is the Holy Spirit. He wants everybody to be of the same the same position, the same dress. There's no, there's no going to be discrimination. There's no going to be big man. There's no going to be small, small man. But unfortunately for a man, instead of pastoring through the gate, he, fly, he, he climbed over. And when the feast was at its peak, this man went round and he saw him. He said, gentlemen, by, by which way did you come in? <laughs> he said, I climbed over. He ordered his servants to buy him by leg, by feet, by hands, and throw him into total darkness. And the prophet said, that there's only one way. And that is Jesus Christ. Right. We cannot come by any other way. Yes, sir. He said, I'm the life, the truth. I'm the way, the life, and the truth. Yes. No one comes to the Father except by me. Yes. If we can go through the door, then we are all going to be dressed alike. Amen. Don't you, underestimate yourself. Yes. Know who you are this morning. Right. Leave by your God-given privileges. The prophet said when we repented, when we believed Christ, all that we need for the journey, he gave it to us as a package. All that we needed to, 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 to travel the way, he gave us to us as a package. Therefore, let us recognize ourselves. Let us recognize who we are. As I bring my meeting to an end, or my sermon to an end, my question is, do we know who we are? Let us come out. Let us away from our slumber. And let us know our position. Let us know who we are. And let us believe who we are. Let us not allow the devil to deceive us in any way. The devil is always a liar. There has never been a liar like the devil. It will continue to deceive and to lie. It's a devil. It's a liar to begin with. And it will continue lying. I don't know what your problem is this morning. I don't know what your sickness is this morning. I don't know what you are going through this morning. All I want to assure is, it is finished. Yes. It is not my words. It is Jesus' own words. Yes. The last word that he uttered and gave up his coat was, it is finished. Amen. If we can say to our problem this morning, it is finished, yes. one of these days, 
won't see them again. Because we are confessing what he said. The prophet said confession means to say what he has said. Amen. It is finished in my life. It is finished in your life. It is finished in our life. We say what he says. We say what he said. That's confession. Repeating what he has already said. We are going to pray this afternoon. Let us turn to our feet. I don't know whether you can see. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his word. Will the song leader help us? Oh, many, many of the songs, we sing it different. <laughs> How I love Jesus Oh in our life. We overcome sicknesses, hardships, and we are delivered. I pray, O oh Lord, at this precious hour, committed the hands that are up to your care. You are the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. You know what they represent. I pray, O oh Lord, that you meet each and every one of us at the points of our need. Heal the sick, the diseased, and afflicted, bring back home the backsliding. If there be somebody here who has not yet received the revelation or realized who he is, may the power of the Holy Spirit strike him or her this morning that he will know who he or she is. Father, we thank you 
bless our pastor, bless the officers of the church, and bless the entire church. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Of Jesus, singing all.